Okay, so yesterday, I think, um, Trump sent out a, a tweet aimed at the the four new congresswomen, uh, and his words were partially, go back to where you came from, which obviously struck a chord amongst many people, and that's the hot topic now is, you know, is that racist asking people, do they think, you know, do they think that's racist? Do you, what do you think he meant by that? Um, and I think for people of color, that means something totally different than Caucasian people. And for people that have experienced being told that, it it definitely strikes a chord. But, um, you know, it's just a big fever and people are, uh, there's outrage and people are screaming on Twitter and everybody's saying, see, there's another example of how he's racist, but... Um, but what's your take on it? You know, it's uh, it's an old trope. A trope is uh, a use of a term or a phrase uh, that elicits a response. And anybody that's been a person of color in this country has heard that epitaph before. Go back to where you came from. And it's a double-edged sword because some of it is screamed from the point of view of, you know, you're the foreigner, go back to where you came from. The other one is sometimes uh, unsophisticated curiosity that people have where they come up to you and say, oh, where are you from? Out of an innocence and uh, a legitimate question as far as they're concerned. But the reason it's racist is because you don't go up to a white person and ask them the same question. It's only people of color that for our, forever, for however long they've been in this country, still can be tagged as a foreigner. Where are you from? You go back to where you came from. I mean, we've all heard it. I mean, I've seen the articles in the paper and some of the responses. I've heard it hollered at me, and I've also heard it asked of me in a very innocent way. Oh, Furutani, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Gardena, where I grew up. No, no, you know what I mean. Where are you really from? Well, I was born in San Pedro. No, come on, you know, I mean, well, okay, my father, on my father's side of the family, they're from Hawaii. Now, I, well, Hawaii, okay, I knew it was someplace different you came from. And then my great-grandparents came from Japan. I knew it. I knew you came from somewhere else. And the irony is, unless you're an American Indian, everybody came from somewhere else. It's just that if you're a person of color, if you have an accent, if people think you're an immigrant, then automatically it can be used against you or it can be an innocent inquiry because people assume that you come from somewhere else. Now, I'm a radical from the 60s even though I've been an elected official, etc., But in the 60s, when we were demonstrating against the war, the whole commentary or what was hollered at us as we demonstrated was America, love it or leave it. You know, if you're going to protest and you're going to complain, then get out of here. Whereas the irony is that America is a democracy and what people have fought wars for and battled in courts on is the right to protest is the right to be able to have a say about how you think the country should be run 
or if there's contradictions, second-class citizenship, people are being disenfranchised, that you, in fact, can confront that and have the liberty to do that in this country. That's what this is all about. The interesting thing, though, it's a, a basic tactic that is used in terms of dividing people. Some call it the old divide and conquer. But in this particular case, it's the real traditional them and us. Them over there and us over here. We're not like them. They're not like us. We're the ones that want to make America great. They're the ones that want to tear it down. And there's an issue that uh, needs to be looked at, and that's that this is the latest shiny object that has really been thrown out there. So everybody's reacting to it as usual. Trump always says something. Him being a racist has got to be old, old news by now. But people have forgotten where this all came from, and that's the conflict within the Democratic Party or the Democratic Congress, where we have this group of four young women of color that are newly elected to Congress trying to put forth their ideas and their point of view, and we have the established leadership that's looking at how do we unite as many as possible to get done what we need to get done. And in this conflict, people start casting about also them and us. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the places this started is, as I understand it, the chief of staff for AOC, the chief of staff really was saying some things about other Democrats and calling them names really derogatory names relative to their politics. So in looking at that situation, it's really a divide and conquer where I think, and I heard this as a commentator said, that really what Trump has done is he has had, before this all came out, a real split in the Democrats, particularly in Congress, and you see it in the presidential campaign. And he now has put, because he attacked the four, they have come about, in terms of the Pelosi vast majority, have come out to defend the four. And so Trump is saying, see, they're all the same. They're all anti-Jew, they're all democratic socialists, they're all socialists, they're all in this together. Immediately they play the race card, etc. So I think it's just going to be something that's going to go through the news cycle for a week, and then he's going to say something else, or somebody else is going to do something. The bigger issue for me is how we're going to build this united front against the common enemy, which is to get, and the, the enemy is President Trump, but the uh, objective is to get him out of office. And the objective is to win in 2020. How are we going to come together on that? So as we have this presidential campaign unfolding, People have to be very concerned that as they talk about the differences they have and their legitimate differences between the different candidates, that they don't use it and weaponize it, the term that you use, weaponize these differences so that people become so wounded that when we get out of the primary, and this is what Obama, President Obama has warned us about in the circular firing squad, that we come out of the primary so wounded that Trump doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to make any arguments because we've all made it for him. Right. So because, right, whether he's consciously or subconsciously, how planned or not planned, these troll bombs, essentially they are, right, that he drops, 
what, how are people supposed to react? What, are, what, sh- what should we be doing instead of the outrage? Oh my gosh, can you believe what he said? Can you believe that he's a racist? See, we told you. You know, what, what, how do we approach it? Like, what is the, what is, how should we combat that, right? I think that's, that's a question. Too. Well, my, my concern isn't how to react to whatever crazy thing he says, because, I mean, the list is so long, and if people don't believe he's a racist by now, I mean, the camps are pretty much established. Those that think what he says is, in fact, true and reflects what they believe, and those that think he's a racist. The people in the middle, there can't be that many, and it comes down to who's going to hold their nose enough to vote for either side, depending upon what the fundamental issues are. My concern is this conflict between Pelosi and AOC and the four. I mean, that's got to be looked at from the standpoint of if AOC and some of her people are organizing against Democratic incumbents, I mean, that's going to be a conflict. People are going to get angry about that uh, within the party, and it's really going to affect us relative to putting together this united effort, this united front, where you bring together as many people as you possibly can around a common objective. And that common objective is to get Trump out of office. And then after we get Trump out of office, we're going to have differing opinions on what kind of policies we want to implement, what kind of things we want to bring to the table relative to making a better place for the American people in this country.